0: During that year, while we were dating, it was getting, a, a, you know, mildly serious, you know, it was a whole year gone by, we were seeing each other, and Tony wanted to talk to me about how he felt about having no more children. He thought it was time. Hi, I'm Rosie, and welcome to my podcast, What Does Your Family Look Like?, if you're a first-time listener, then welcome. And if you're a returning listener, then welcome back. I am so happy to have all of you. Today is a very special episode because I have a special guest with me, and it's my husband, the man I've been talking about, Tony. Hi, Tony.
1: Hi. It's nice to be on Rose's podcast. <laughs> Thanks.
0: Well, I I asked some listeners what they were interested in hearing about us, and they wanted to hear how we met. We met at work.
1: Well that's true. I actually hired her and I was uh, setting up an office for the company here in Baltimore and I had to hire a whole staff and so the process was I called a couple of employment agencies and they would send over a group of different ladies and uh, they were mostly ladies although we weren't particularly specific and of course Rosie came over as one of them and she come bouncing in all sparkly and full of vim and it was exciting to have her and of course it was only a very very short interview for me to determine that she was just one of the kind of people I wanted to have.
0: Yeah short is an understatement it probably lasted maybe five to ten minutes so I walked out of that office thinking I didn't get the job. I go home as I am walking through the door, the phone is ringing. It's the employment agency, and to my surprise, she said, "You got the job," and I was shocked. I mean, it was the shortest interview I've ever had. I was sure I didn't get the job. So it was a stock brokerage company, and I worked for four brokers, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I, I was chugging along, having a great time working for these brokers. And then, about six months later, into the job, Tony comes up to my desk and says,
1: "Hi, uh, I, I, on as of Monday, you're going to work for me. And the reason is uh, my my assistant had it had taken another job, and I needed somebody to work for me directly, and uh, also to take charge of the other support staff. So I wanted her to work for me.
0: Well." I was really nervous about working for him. I, I, I was only in the office for six months, and he was the manager of the office. I didn't have that much interaction with him. So I pleaded my case to one of the brokers I worked for. Um, over the weekend, I called him, and I said, can you please talk to Tony and tell him that you want to keep me? Maybe he'll listen to you. So he did. He He talked to him for me. Monday rolls around, and the broker came in. He came up to me, and he said, Sorry, kid, I tried. It didn't work. So then Tony calls me into his office, and he says,
1: Uh, I understand you don't want to work for me, and you don't want to be my assistant. And so let me tell you, here's the deal. You either work for me, or you're out the door.
0: Well, you can understand how I felt great trepidation working for him. I was not prepared for this type of edginess. I was only 22 years old, and I was a school teacher before, so I was unprepared for the business world. So when he told me that I had to work for him or um, I was out the door, I was a little shocked. But I had to work for him. I couldn't decline the job. I needed the job, so I did. I worked for him. And it took me about six months. I was getting used to working for him. I was a little nervous around him, but I was getting used to him. He was a great manager, and he was demanding, and he was direct, and sometimes he was uncompromising, and when he got mad, it could be this mild explosion followed by this incredible calm, which kind of threw people off. We, You know, you don't expect that. You expect if somebody gets mad they're going to hold on to it for a while, but not him. He would just in five minutes turn around, be cheery,
1: well, I'm, I'm a get get it out, get it over with, and then move on person.
0: Yeah, well, we learned that. But it, <laughs> for everybody else around, it was a little, confu- a little confusing. We were about 20 people. We were about 20 people in the office, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: there was about 20.
0: Right, and we were just such a close group. We would have happy hours, and Tony would organize outings. It was just such an enjoyable job. I love my job. So I already told I told you some of the... Harsher sides of him. Let me just tell you the great fun sides of him. He has a very big personality. He's so warm and friendly and magnetic. He really set the tone for the office. He was upbeat and fun. He created a total family atmosphere in the office. And he mentored young brokers. He was inspiring. So he had this business demanding side of him. And then he had this perfectly wonderful magnetic side of him which created such a happy office so eventually I became more comfortable with you (laughs) but not close in the sense that we knew everybody but you know we didn't know each other's personal stuff yeah right yeah so after about a year of working for you it was a Monday okay I came into the office you were already in yours and you called me in and you said Rosie I need you to come in for a minute and shut the door which he never asked me to shut the door. So I knew that it was something Something was up. And he said... Ha-
1: Do you remember the movie Kramer vs. Kramer? And she said, I yes, said, everybody knows that. And I said, well, that scene happened to me this weekend. That was how my weekend went.
0: So to clarify, Kramer vs. Kramer was a movie with Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep, and it was about a messy divorce. And it was the first time he had ever really shared anything with me, like, you know, shared anything that personal. I really didn't know how to respond. I just said, I'm sorry, and turned around and walked out. Well, the next one and a half years, we settled into a very comfortable working relationship. It was really easy and fun. I really loved working for him. And then my marriage end ended which I spoke about in a prior episode. I don't need to go into it. And then four months later, you want to take over.
1: Well, I mean, we were we uh, we had a strong working relationship, of course. And uh, when you work together and you're single in an office, uh, I would be invited to various functions and occasional party. And what happened uh, after several months? I had a party to go to a weekend, and I. Didn't have anybody to go with, so I turned to Rosie and said, what are you doing this weekend? And
0: and, and I was shocked. He's never asked me what I was doing this weekend. She, and I said, nothing special.
1: So I said, why, why don't you just come with me? And uh, that's how we had the first time we ever went out anywhere together. But at that point, uh, I need to add and point out that uh, uh, her wardrobe at the time was pretty much uh, dungarees and army green and uh, Except for my office very casual. Uh, and so I, we had to uh, t- do a little bit of a uh, up, up, Renovating. update to renovate or update to her wardrobe and which she did. But anyway, that was one funny side of it.
0: That was, that was, that was, he had to upgrade um, a lot of things. Um, <laughs> so, so after that one date, we just eased into a dating thing. It just ended up It just evolved into us dating. But um, he he ran the office. He was the manager, uh, as we said. And I was running the support staff. It wasn't a good idea for anybody to know that we were dating. We decided to keep it a secret. And we kept it a secret for a whole year. We were really good about it. You know, we, we had our work life. And then we had our dating life. And they didn't intermingle. And I thought we did a great job. And nobody knew. Believe it or not, nobody knew. So during that year while we were dating it was getting a a, you know mildly serious you know it was a whole year gone by we were seeing each other and tony wanted to talk to me about how he felt about having no more children he thought it was time
1: well that was an important uh, issue that uh, she was 15 years younger than myself and uh I knew that that would be an issue coming up. I already had two wonderful young boys and I just didn't want to have any more children. Uh, And I particularly viewed it as 45 years old. I didn't see myself being 60 years old playing catch. So I brought up the issue and said, I want you to know I don't really want any more children. So you've got to think about that. And uh, I was quite prepared with that situation and I told her if that was a situation where she wanted children I was quite prepared to walk away
0: you'll have to hear how that story played out next week thank you for listening please like and subscribe if you love this episode please drop us a five-star rating and leave a review if you want the inside scoop follow us on WDYFLL, the podcast. Please join us next Wednesday for more in-depth discussions about what families look like.